0: Her daughter babysits for me. She has driven my kids for me uh, to and from their tumbling classes. She just reached out one day and was like, how can I help? And and I heard more about her story and what she's been through. Um, she's got a lot of kids like me, talented ones. And um, so I wanted to bring her on because she has a story to tell. So take it away, Angela. Tell us what... Tell, give us a little introduction on who you are first.
1: Okay. Um... Okay, so I am married to Lance Ferguson. Um, We will be celebrating like our 25 year anniversary this year. 25 years. Um, I know, it's crazy. Um, We actually got married the day of the tornado in Salt Lake. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that... Kind of set like the tone, I think, for a whole entire like life together. It's <laughs> the ongoing joke. Like
0: I would have been given know. anything to be married the day of the tornado because my favorite movie is Twister. We all know I this. I love that movie. Yeah. I know.
1: And <laughs> we didn't know. I mean, we were outside taking pictures and had to run up and like guard Did you get my to dress. See it? Oh yeah, we were in it because we <gasps> were taking pictures and like bricks were flying off the tabernacle. No or, way. Yeah. So, it was crazy. That is a memory. Yeah. Everyone and I'm pretty sure every invite we sent out for our reception came cuz they wanted to see like the destruction. The destruction, the tornado <laughs> couple cuz, <'cause, laughs> you know. Um, but yeah, and we have eight kids. Oh, you do have eight? Same as me. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right? Eight we have um seven that are like that I birthed and then our last one we adopted. I
0: do so, not know that. Mhm
1: she's not the youngest is she no okay no okay so
0: um
1: let's see what else i don't know i have all the way from like 23 he's in college culinary school and then all the way down to like eight is the youngest
0: okay you got ballroom dancers in there i
1: do i have um so i have my oldest and he is like i said 23 married um and it's funny because they actually met in group therapy oh, and really? did not like each other. They're like, was stinky boy, you know, that kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. And then after some things unfolded that we'll talk about, um, he ended up meeting back at high school with this girl. Mm. And so that's how they So you've met. got a daughter-in-law. have a daughter-in-law. Then I have Issa who um, Babysits babysat. For me yeah babysits for she loves it loves the kids she's used to all of the chaos yeah (laughs) so (laughs) um i have awara who on isa now is in st george at utah tech um she wants to be a kindergarten teacher Mm -hmm. um awara is 18 and lives in hawaii for school she's in a pre-med program there and loves it probably will never come back home Mm -hmm. um and then I have Jada, who is 16, and is a soccer goalkeeper, and just it's crazy because she get I get like university stuff all the time. Really, and they for, want her. Yes, and I'm like, this is crazy. Like, she's 16. This isn't mm. a thing. So mm-hmm. it is. They start young. So, um, and then my 12 year old Zeke, he is dances for BYU Ballroom, and so does my. Eight year old boy and then I have Natalia kind of in the middle okay but, uh, she's a dancer and we were at a convention all day yesterday so
0: oh, yes the yeah. joys of competition season yeah oh my goodness
1: and we do have a Kayla um, that's kind of um, who we're talking about today she um, followed Jada so she would be 15 okay. her, in, her birthday was last last week the week before on the 11th and then her angel day is the 18th
0: so so where is she in the line of kids
1: she follows his 16 year old so in between so
0: like number three four five, five. she's number five she's number of five. eight and the last mm-hmm. was
1: adopted mm-hmm. okay so and i was pregnant with my 12 year old at the time oh uh, and we thought we were done and,
0: and then had three more after yeah, well after her after her yeah oh my goodness all right, so tell us the story of Akela. What was she like, first as a little girl, baby? Um, she, uh,
1: she, she was a lot like my soccer player, like just very active, wanted, like her favorite thing was Nerf guns, so she was always doing Nerf wars with her siblings. Um, she was very like standoffish to a lot of people. Once you were in her circle, you were golden, hmm. but Good luck getting her to even smile at you. If mm. you know, if you weren't, um, she was more like a girly tomboy. I don't know if that's mm-hmm. a thing, but mm-hmm. um, her nickname was Ladybug. Like right from birth, it just kind of stuck, and then now it's become a, a thing. And so um, she loved playing games and reading. Like a lot of my kids would read. We at the time we lived in a really like small home mm. and you know they all shared rooms and it was crazy and um, so they read to her at night or sang to her and stuff and she hated shoes like always barefoot <laughs> didn't matter where we were she would like take them off and throw them in the store cause she hated wearing them um, yeah she just like once you knew her you were completely like hooked in Yeah. so Cute, she just had a girl. way of like and it was, like, the ones who you weren't would not expect, like, hmm. the ones maybe suffering, or the ones that, like, maybe a single mom, or, like, one that didn't have kids, and that she always ended up... Gravitating being, towards? Yeah. Really? Yeah.
0: That's so interesting. So, okay, so, what happened to her? Um... And you, I guess.
1: Yeah, January 2011, um, we, um had isa's baptism and then we had family in town and then the week after was a kayla's birthday and exactly a week after that i we were putting kids to bed and it was a really good day my mom was visiting um and one of those days where none of your kids were fighting Mm -hmm. like There was no contention that they're very rare. Like Mm -hmm. it's like an anomaly of that happening, but it for that day it happened and everyone was going to bed and, um, Jada, my now sixteen year old, had ear infections and didn't want to sleep on the bed, so she was on the couch and my husband was trying to you know get her settled and console her, and I went out to move our big van. It was like yours. Oh really? Yeah, big Sprinter (laughs) van. I think it's it wasn't a Sprinter. It was like. The bus. They called it the bus, mm-hmm. the big red bus, and I went to move it into the carport because there was going to be a big storm, and we lived in this commercial area over by Colonial Flag, and so, um, they didn't plow it very well, and so I'm like, "Okay, well, we need to move it," and I went out after prayers while he was dealing with my one daughter, and we thought that she was, that Akela was still. In there next to him and she had followed me outside and I didn't realize that she was outside and um, ran her over um, in our driveway so
0: in that big car
1: in the big car and I thought it was like a bike or something like I didn't realize that it was her until I like stopped the van and then you know that gut feeling as a mom kicks in.
0: Mm. What happened after that?
1: Um, we, I scooped her up and we called the paramedics. I
0: don't mean to be like gruesome or do so, but like there were no tires on her. Like you went all the way over her. I
1: went all the way over her with both tires.
0: Back in the front.
1: Yes. Oh. Cause she had followed me around to the front and it was an older van. It wasn't like didn't have the bells and whistles and you know, backup cameras or anything like that. It was like you just gauged and hope you weren't running over a, a, and, and, a toy. and in a
0: car that big, it's just like a little lump. I mean, yeah, it's, it it's just not, felt like
1: a speed bump, yeah, really. Yeah. What, and so, I'm like, oh, this is weird. Like, I didn't see any bikes or anything out when I moved it or like walked out, and so when I Stopped the van. It was, we had a really long driveway, and I had stopped the van at the end and looked back and realized that she was the bump, mm. essentially. So, and But if you had gone over
0: with both tires, wouldn't she have been in front of you?
1: She walked in front of the van, and then I, like, on the right side, uh-huh. and I had, like... She went under, mm. and so I ran under mm. both. Okay. And you scooped her up? Scooped her up, took her inside. Was she already gone at that point? No. Oh. No. She was, like, gasping and trying to breathe. And, oh, my gosh. Um, so
0: that's probably, like, the most traumatizing part. Or was it not?
1: Um, no. <laughs> it wasn't? No. Because she was obviously really bloody. There was, like, it, she was covered. And, um... I started yelling for Lance to like call the paramedics. And I had worked medical and was trying to like at least do what I could. But I was also hysterical at yeah. the same time. And um, it was hard because all of our kids were there. Yeah. And they still Witnessed were awake. It. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a whole nother set of like issues right. with our kids. Right. So we, um, We ended up, like, trying to help her and then the paramedics, like, three fire departments came really quickly and they called LifeLite, um, and they tried saving her on the kitchen table, were able to stabilize her enough to drive her over to where the Jordan School District, like, buildings Mm -hmm. used to be Mm -hmm. on 5th West, Mm -hmm. because that was a clear spot and so they were loading her in and, um, into lifelight. And it was hard because I couldn't, um, hold her. Mm -hmm. They were testing me to make sure I didn't
0: like you were under any substances. Oh my gosh.
1: And we hadn't told my family or anyone that I was pregnant because I had miscarried like a few months before, like four months before. So we weren't telling anybody. Then I had to tell everybody because I was sitting in an ambulance and had to just announce it to, like, hey, guess what? Oh my gosh.
0: I mean, essentially, her little body had been crushed. Yeah. Right? Which is why she was gasping for air. Yeah. I mean, what was the the biggest problem as far as trying to. She had.
1: too extensive of internal bleeding mm-hmm. um like, i was going to say when you yeah. said she was
0: bleeding it was probably it was out everywhere. of her nose and yeah, ears and mouth and, and everything And yeah. not so much her body.
1: Mm, no. Yeah. No. It was just All internal mm-hmm. coming out of yeah. Exits. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So they so, lifelighted her. Um she they loaded her into the lifelight and were about to take off and had to re-land because she coded. Why do they do that? because you um it's hard for them to like work on them in a life flight situation because mm. they have to stay like oh buckled just in or whatever
0: oh and they had sense.
1: yeah it, it had taken some time and by this point we had like family take our older kids mm. and just um my aunt lived or my brother-in-law lived two doors down or whatever and um so they went down
0: and we didn't house. say how old was she at the when that she. She was
1: two, barely two, um, a week after. She and just followed
0: you outside. Mm-hmm. So, she coded. They land. Where do they land?
1: They just put it back down where oh, she was. You hadn't gone anywhere. No, but I couldn't. I heard that they were taking her, and they finally like realized I wasn't on anything. Mm. And it wasn't intentional and so then they um, uh, let me I mean I just still didn't get a sear or anything mm. that was hard because they don't when they have that much like extensive damage to their bodies um, they don't let you pick them up
0: just just for fear of yeah of hurting
1: anything else yeah. and so and she was she was gone like, she, before they could life flight her out
0: So she coded, but, and then, and then died there in the helicopter,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: right in front of your house. Yeah. And how did you find out that she had gone, that she had
1: passed? I was there.
0: And they just told you?
1: Well, they, yeah, they just said, you know, they came into the ambulance that I was in and just said, you know, we tried everything we could (sighs) because we were both in an ambulance and so. She was in one too? Yeah, that's where they were trying to work on her. They would, oh, you know, move uh, her over to work on her, and
0: uh, and so... So they didn't even make it to the flight to go?
1: No. Like, they loaded her in and then had to stop and...
0: Okay, so this is not only traumatizing because this is just a complete accident, and, I mean, totally innocent. You didn't mean mm-hmm. to do it, but, like, now you have not only the trauma of what you have essentially probably blamed yourself for for yeah. years how have you gotten through that I mean like what did you do to cope
1: um it was hard at first especially because they treated it like a crime scene oh my god and so we couldn't go back into the house we couldn't like go and get stuff we had to send a representative to go in and get at least some clothes because I was covered and oh. and needed clothes and just you know stuff and and it was all over the media and like news and stuff like that and
0: just like insult to injury.
1: Yeah. And you got a lot of like even a few years after I got a lot of like still messages through social media and stuff of like how horrible I was that I did that and just
0: So you were getting I mean, hate mail.
1: Yeah. And good mail. Like of course. we you know. Yeah. Honestly, our community In general, like the firefighters and the the life flight, they let us stay there for Mm -hmm. like an extra hour or two hours just holding her. I was gonna say, did you get to hold her? I still didn't get to hold her, but we got at least like be in there with her, hold her hand. They still wouldn't let me hold her. Um, did they ever? No,
0: why at that point? You don't know.
1: I don't know. It's still, I wish
0: that's something that's hard for you to think back on how did your kids deal with that
1: um it was really hard cuz we I then also had to like go to the hospital and get checked out because I was pregnant mm. and I was like passed out a few times from all of it oh my gosh so we couldn't tell our kids until it was like the next day or a few days after when we were um, able to get them to my mother-in-law house and that was hard because I mean the oldest at the time was ten mm. and then it went all the way you know every two years to the age of two where she's at and she's the baby yeah
0: so I'm jumping ahead here a little bit so when you how far along were you in the pregnancy
1: I was um, 12 weeks
0: also oh, just fresh 13 so how was your right? postpartum with that last baby or even delivering that um
1: baby? I I remember just that day, like, pleading, like, if you take this one, save her, Mm
0: -hmm. you know. Oh, and take the one in your belly? Yeah.
1: And now I look back and think, no, that wasn't, Mm -hmm. obviously that wasn't the plan. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: But it was a mother's prayer, a mother's uh, pleading and desperation. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you, um, you take on, like, your kids. Grief. Grief and guilt and, you know. All of that. And so, and they've each had their own way of dealing with it. Um, I, we had to finally tell like our board and community to stop bringing meals after mm. six months. Um, mm. So, and family kept telling me, okay, you got to keep eating because of the baby. Like, and, and I that's just, the last thing you want to do. Yeah. Is eat. And that was, yeah, that was hard. I just didn't care.
0: Of course. And so, so. How did you, what did you rely on? How did you get through that?
1: Um, we, honestly, we found our village. Like, they came out of the woodworks. Like, between the community, the ward, the stake, like, our neighborhood, our family. We had strangers show up to the, like, her funeral. We had the fire department come mm-hmm. and flight come mm-hmm. to her funeral. It was just one of those things that, like, um... Even the EMT or the dispatcher, the nine one one dispatcher just happened to be my sister's friend that wow. got the call. And um, we've had to, like, evaluate each kid mm-hmm. and say, okay, how do we help them get through it? Like, I now need to live for them. And it's still kind of a blur, like, during that last pre- – or that pregnancy because I just was a mess and I'm, you know – And we had to, um, we lived in a place where the floors were not connected. Mm -hmm. It was his grandfather's house that he built. And so there was a separate basement apartment, but we lived in both. Mm -hmm. So we would have to go outside to like go downstairs. And we think that that's probably what she was trying to do Mm -hmm. or follow me or whatever. And like our washer was broken at the time. Or our dryer, not a washer, but it was like things that they just ca- came in and stepped in and just, took, and care just of took care of stuff that I, you know, I'll never be able to repay right. everyone, right? Or just have but you me, have
0: for me, you have done the same for me. You've paid it forward for me. Well, you have showed up at my house with things. <laughs> you have sent Isa, You've paid it forward.
1: Well, I that was the one thing that, um, growing up, my parents instilled that in me like and honestly if i'm serving that's when i feel her the most. Aww. And it's usually say, my d- bad days that i'm like oh my gosh you know
0: how do you feel her?
1: Um a lot of times i'll get like messages from people or pictures of ladybugs hey i know that i haven't talked to you in you know so long but i saw this and mm. made me think of her and and so a lot of it is um like diving in, serving, figuring out who your village is and making sure that you rely on them. Like, um, you know, I was talking to my daughter in Hawaii about all of this. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. I don't, like, oh I don't God. feel like I'm gritty. You are know? you
0: serious? You are. Just well. the fact that you got <laughs> through that, you know? And, yeah. and speaking of that, how did... I mean, your, your ward and your village stepped up to help you with, like, the temporal things. Yeah. But how did you in your heart, knowing that this was your fault, I mean, it was accidental, right? Yeah. How did you not beat yourself up? What did you do?
1: Um, we ended up getting a blessing, and my husband and I, before we told our kids. Mm. And in the blessing, it, it, you know, talked about all kinds of stuff. But the one thing that he did say after the blessing was, I just want you to remember the one word that came out of that blessing and it was nevertheless.
0: Nevertheless.
1: Nevertheless. That's the only word that, and so sometimes when we're going through hard things, we remind each other like, hey, nevertheless, because.
0: Which is what? In other words, what?
1: In other words, like, I know you want me to do this and I know this is a really hard thing and I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it because Mm. I know that that's what the Lord wants. I love that. And that has carried with me for a long time. And I didn't want my kids to feel like our um, world stopped or that they were less important than she was. Right. And so we, you know, we had to find things to keep them going too, and Mm -hmm. just build up their confidence too.
0: Did some struggle more than others?
1: Yeah, we had some that like saw more than others with it. And And remember it. mm Mm-hmm yeah and so that's when we started okay we're going to put them in dance we're going to put them in ballroom or like
0: um, yes. soccer yes. and
1: like something they have to have an outlet
0: yes it's like a distraction something to keep their mind I do the same thing with yeah. tumbling and gymnastics put them in something that makes yes. them feel a part of a team that they're growing <laughs> that they are excelling that there is purpose yes
1: and some of that too is um so that when your kid is like really struggling because our this year is a milestone year for us with that, mm-hmm. with her because she'd be in high school for her first year mm-hmm. and just like driving and you know it's one of those things where I'm like hey can you just I'll text one of her teammates or a friend and be like hey can you just check in on her mm-hmm. can you just make sure that she's you know okay and yeah. that she, yeah. you, she knows that you have her so
0: I love that nevertheless
1: yeah that has been Probably one of the biggest words in our home, just because.
0: Just like, oh, I mean, oh well, yeah. whatever happens happens, and we're gonna still, we're gonna push forward, come what
1: may. Well, and and that's something that Christ said.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, and if He can like take on all of that, all of that with all of those in and and like just you know, I'll do it. I mm-hmm. don't want to do it, That'll but. Do it. Let's see her picture. This is a
0: picture of her. How do you say was it was K- Mc- a Kayla. Okay, uh, Kayla, how do you spell that?
1: A-K-A-Y-L-A, I don't know if she This was like, she like is. at Issa's baptism a week before her birthday. Or like, we were celebrating her birthday because family was there. And then, um, yeah, she.
0: How, how much longer? Did, I mean, did it happen I, It was this?
1: exactly a week after her birthday. A
0: week after. Mm.
1: Yeah so it's um
0: we're just showing the picture of her if you guys are listening she's got a cute little pink shirt ladybugs that surround the frame and a pink little cupcake cute little girl
1: yeah she was a spitfire and definitely like knew what she wanted in life Mm -hmm. and just like breathed life into everything that she did and
0: so what now now like today you said you had to prepare yourself like mentally and emotionally what what happened what do you do when those triggers come
1: um i usually try and like dive into serving someone Mm. because and i also have to like i have also learned that it's okay to not be okay Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: it's okay to give yourself grace it's okay because you can't have grace but or you can't have the grit without the grace
0: that's what we've talked about we've talked you about know. with you know Teddy Parr when I talked with her she's like grace with grit we said was great yeah because combined it's it's, it's great it's, you need yeah. both you know yeah. the grit and the grace this isn't a podcast about just being hardcore and I'm tough and I can do anything it's about facing the 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 hardship and the the trauma and the sadness head on whether you I don't imagine. need to like it or not it's it's nevertheless we're pushing forward And you're developing grit in in the midst of hardship. Yeah. So. um, Well,
1: and you wouldn't ever. um, One of the things, too, is like you don't see the big picture. Yeah. If we look at it now and think, okay, my husband traveled a lot for work that for at that time for his job. The week that she passed away was the only week in January that he was home. Mm. Um, That week also, if I would have not miscarried. I would have been delivering that week oh my gosh Um, if we would not have moved from that house because that was hard that was something that I didn't want to do but my husband and kids that's something that they needed they needed to leave the house where
0: Mm.
1: all the core memories were yes a lot of that and walking out into the driveway was hard like it was just a lot and he needed to move and if we never would have moved, we never, my my son never would have met his mm, wife mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they reconnected in high school. They went to the same high school because yeah, we moved. Yeah, um,
0: All those little plans. Yeah, we never would plans have adopted our way. youngest. Yeah.
1: Like, he just wouldn't have been around because we met the adoption owner or the agency owner in our mm. ward. And so there's just, there's... It's so much bigger. And we now know that like sh- her two years here in heaven, I'm sure we raised our hand and, yeah, and paying yeah. we're paying attention. we like, hey, yeah, what are we doing? Let's put it back down. Like, yes, you know, yes, but I felt that too. Yes. Like why, why did we sign up for that? But like to know that my kids automatically have that guardian angel.
0: I feel the same with my brother. Yeah,
1: and there have been, like, people that have reached out and said, hey, I just want you to know I was struggling, and a ladybug landed on me, and Mm. I just knew that she was there. Mm. And so those are the kind of things, like, don't ever be afraid to, like, tell someone when they've affected you and or, you know, reach out or serve or, those are the biggest things that we've been able to like help us get through, and it's not always been willingly. Yeah, it's always like, okay, I'm doing this because I want to feel her. Mm, I want. I love that. I want like the blessings of her being with me.
0: Mm. And that's I think the beauty of your family. Show that she's always with you. She'll always be with you. She's closer than you think. Yeah. She's there with your family when you don't think, you know, and when you think that she... Like, she's she's always there. Yeah. She's a member of the family. She always will be. Totally. She's just got a whole different point of view, a whole different vantage point now. Yeah. Of seeing everyone,
1: And know? it brings up a lot of questions for kids. Like, mm. kids are always curious about, like, you know, is she going to be, as a kid, is she going to be grown? Is she right, like, right. I've so, had those same questions yeah. with my brother
0: who died. Like, yeah. is he... Is he in a, I mean, you know, is he helping me right, right now?
1: Cause he's but it the only, opens yeah. up so many avenues. So many. So many avenues of like really molding your kids. Right. And I'm not saying none of them have, they've all gone through different things that maybe like they've held on to since her death mm-hmm. that later on we didn't know about. Interesting. Or things that they have dealt with throughout the years. And we did put them in therapy yeah. for a certain amount of time. Until we felt like they were stable enough to like, okay, well now you need to also like, yeah. you know. And I remember people used to tell me, "You should get on depression meds," and you know, for my, for all of it. Mm-hmm. And I have nothing against it. Right. I, you know, come from a family where it's genetic. Yeah. And, but I, I kept telling it was my my mom too, and she's like, just even to get you through, and I was like, but it's still gonna be there. Oh, yeah. That's just hurt, a little band aid. Yeah. The hurt and all of that is still going to be there, and I'm still going to have to face it.
0: Yeah. It's so true. I'm currently on Zoloft right now to help me cope. Right. Also, to help me not snap at my kids. At the same time, I've realized that even while taking it, sometimes you feel a little less. Yeah. And I wanted, like, the more you feel it out, you know, yeah. the more it's come to the surface, it's released. Yes. And I feel like I'm kind of like, putting the brakes on it. And I'm like, wait, no, but I want to feel it. I want to cry it out. I want to let it all out because yeah, yeah, it's release. It's being released. It's being like, it's, it's exiting my body. And and if it's, if I'm taking something, yes, it helps me not to be so emotional. It helps me not to be so snappy with kids. But at the same time, I'm like, I mean, I could watch Schindler's List and not even
1: cry. Yeah.
0: And I don't, I don't like that part. But yeah. at the same time, I can't be crying all the time every day because I've got right. seven other kids.
1: And I still take uh, my kids call it a Kayla med, Aww. <laughs> which is totally fine. I take lorazepam every now and then when because I'll I'll randomly run over a bump.
0: Oh my the right gosh! Way, yeah, you
1: do not think about that. Stuff will trigger it that way, or you know, I. Went to the high school, and the counselor's like, Hey, another Ferguson, and, and this one's you know getting recruited by for soccer and stuff like that. And oh, we should have another one, and where, mm-hmm. where are they? Mm-hmm. So it didn't even occur to me until that whole conversation happened. You know,
0: they remembered though,
1: they remembered like wow. that I should have another one because oh. she had been the counselor for all and of it. And at my the same
0: kids. time, though, you're thankful that someone remembered. exactly I remember telling a friend of mine who lost her little three-year-old boy to a, a tragic accident here here close in Draper. And I saw her and she had two baby, two twin boys mm-hmm. after that. And I was like, so that makes five boys for you. And she's like, thank you for saying five. Mm-hmm. Because she only had four living. But I yeah. wanted to make sure that she knew that I was aware that there was still another boy. Yeah. And it made her her whole day that it somebody does. had remembered
1: it does. And all, um, like the ladybug pictures. Yes. Or um, I always tell people I have eight kids. You know? Yes. Yes. Because I do. Yes, absolutely. And plus one, like the nine for my daughter-in-law. But it's it's an interesting, because then they sit there and they're counting heads and they're like, are like, wait a 2nd I'm really confused. I'm like, I'm just going to wait until they yeah
0: either. And you did that with me because you said you had eight. And I think we went through the list of kids and 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 she just told me. Like, I love that you're sharing it, you know? I mean, it's not like you're spreading it to the world, but you just told me when I asked you. I lost yeah. I lost my, my two-year-old. And you told me what happened, and I was impressed by the fact that you just, you owned the truth. You owned what had happened as hard as it was, probably because of this whole nevertheless stuff. Like, yeah. this is amazing. Yeah. And you're helping more people than you know. Well... A lot of people download this, I and they like, will listen to know. you. No, I they listen not, to like... you... Yeah, you and, absolutely yeah, are. You the know. fact that you're sharing it, you're sharing how you got through it, how you coped, what you did for your kids, what the triggers are, and how you are able to manage with that one word, that's going to help me. And that wow. word's going to help a hundred other people. Well, thanks. So thank you for well, coming on.
1: Like, and, you know, there's always going to be, like, bad moments or whatever. Of course. And... Taking it one day at a time and allowing yourself to like, okay, my house is not as clean as it once was before her, mm. and I'm not the same person no. that I was then. No, and I had people comment on that, or they'd say, "Why aren't you at church with your kids?" Or you know, for the longest time, and I'm it like, "Well, you. it it does it molds you into something better." Yeah. I feel like yeah. because it gives you experience that gives you empathy and gives you
0: Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm. characteristics that you probably wouldn't have. I just think that
0: the Lord's going to consecrate the experience. He does. He makes you better. It makes you fall on your knees because you don't know what else to do. And And uh, yeah, the first four words in the testimony are test. All along, this was going to happen. We didn't know it, but all along, this was part of the plan.
1: And there's, you know, my dad, we talk a lot about this because I'm... I'm put, currently dealing with my mom um, on hospice and mm. handling that. And so we've talked about charitable proximities too and how, like, those tender mercies of, like, it's not by chance that, you know, we became like, friends or whatever. Right. Or that I ran into someone that maybe knew of Akayla's, yes, whatever happened or, you know, and now associates the ladybug with it. Like, there's always... Charitable proximities of people mm-hmm. that you know, and that's part of the Lord's plan too. Mm-hmm. Like Him placing people in, in your lives right. that are meant to be there, no matter what time. Yeah, they're not just coincidental. No,
0: it's all part of the plan. Yeah. Well, thanks mm-hmm. for coming on this podcast. I hope you can't hear my kids yelling and screaming upstairs and stomping all it over the house. It just makes it real. Oh my gosh. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> I have to give you. Um, I'm so sorry that
1: happened. It's okay. It's okay and it's not, and right. you know, and it's okay to not be okay some days. It is, and just go recluse and
0: yeah, you know, and get in the fetal position. That's okay. It is. I do it. Being gritty doesn't mean forgetting. It means come what may. You've done it. You've gone through the hardship. You've gone through the heartache and the pain,
1: and you're still here. Well, and it makes you think of like the word gritty itself, like mm. the, how you feel after you've been at the beach. Like yes. Gritty, you know. Yes, I grimy, love that. But it's like little tiny pieces of sand. And, that's,
0: and they're stuck. They're sometimes. stuck. Sometimes they're and in between your fingers. that's
1: how it builds. Yes. A little at a time. Because
0: mm-hmm. so, it's still stuck on you. You can't brush all of it off. There's always sand no. in your backpack. There's always sand in your shoes Places you don't want
1: it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's part of it. It's still on you. It, yeah. It's still part of you. And you just move forward ahead anyway. Yeah.
1: And my heart goes out to those that because mm. there's I'm sure it does there's a select like it's not a club you want to be a part oh, of oh yeah and we've had other friends that have lost kids since then and it it does and one thing too that we never did we never blamed each other oh, like oh I'm so glad. it was almost as we blamed ourselves and I still have that mom guilt right you always do because you were put on this earth to protect and <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that's okay. It an it's accident. okay to have that guilt. Yeah. Because it just as long as speaks it about the yes. love that you had for them. Yes.
0: And you're not letting it completely shatter you. Right. You're
1: yeah. pretty oh, You're a goodie girl. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for being here. <laughs>